Quincy Jones Go, the Quincy Jones Show podcast. So we're here with the newest mini soda. It's been a while. I'm here with none other than the hip hop hybrid himself. Yes, what's up? What's up? What's up? It is Doc Lester, and we in the uh, doctor's you, office live here. Are you Are you sure? Are you sure you're not Martin Lo- or Mar- Martin Payne? You know, I was trying something new for the sake of the <laughs> Try, culture. Trying something new. The sake of the cast and uh, the sake of the pod squad, you know. But, um, mm. you know, mm. he, he just had to chop me down. Nah, I, I, no, I, no, 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 no. It, it so sounded, you came in like sounded, Ricky Steamboat and just had to chop me down like he was going against Flair in a chop off. I, I'm not honestly uh, really disappointed with that the immediate reference. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm comparison. A genius. I am the hip hop hybrid, and welcome to a mini sode of the Quincy Jones Show with uh, that guy Quincy Jones. Go, my uh, cohort in identical looking and affiliates. esteemed host of this show. Yes. Uh, it's a mini so we're gonna get a little bit of stuff off our chest, man. Um, can I just get? I mean, get on with it, like straight away. There's too much wrestling going, going on, on yeah. with WWE. Like, yes. there's like I understand they want to become this huge like conglomerate, like almost monopoly. I don't think they're trying to become the. Well, they, well, they are. I, well, well. Let me explain. For, I, I, well, well I, I think in a sense of more of like being uh, supreme in every facet of what wrestling is. The I, UK I scene. What you mean. Uh, uh, you know, women's wrestling. Uh, you know what I mean? They're they're trying to like ice out all the competition to act like they have a better uh, product than what they've already. You know, than the pretty much the bricks already been laid by all these outside companies that made that popular. And it's like it's not going. to I mean, and and this is not to doubt on all the projects they have, but it's like they're and you've said it a lot before. They've they've jumped too much into the next thing before the the last one settles or to see how it even does yeah you know, you know yeah just to, to let it sink in what's the result is yeah. it something they can keep doing is, is there a formula was there something they could do better do they want to bring it back you know what i mean like just stuff like that because i mean yeah i mean and i don't want to delve too deep but like yeah i mean we were talking about it it's just it's so much promotion going on on monday night raw it's like I mean, we've talked on it uh, a couple episodes ago how, like, the basically 205 Live does not live on Raw anymore because they've sh- pushed it off for more segments yeah. about nothing, really. Yeah, me and Mark where... me, me and Mark talked about it on the last episode. It just seemingly kind of silently disappeared, you know, and then, yeah. you know, it started uh, Tuesday, which is fine, but then I guess now it's moved to Wednesdays, but then, uh, I mean, now we got that on Wednesday we got NXT and then also the May Young Classic yes that they're also trying to promote while simultaneously trying to promote this evolution pay-per-view yes while simultaneously trying to remind us to get to the network to watch 205 and NXT and the May Young Classic but then there's also the Mix Max Challenge and then yeah. now you guys are formulating these these on-screen mix-match scenes with Finn and I forgot who his partner was. I think it was Bailey and, and, on and, Raw, and it's like, what is that? I mean, that does nothing so for Finn. There's so many injuries too with that. That's where true. There's yeah. a slew of replacements, so it makes it even harder to keep up with that. Yeah. And then guess what? Knock knock. Who's there? Oh, super 
showdown. No, no, no. It's me and Mark. It's me and Mark going, super showdown. Yeah, there you go. We have that, and they're promoting it, like, on Raw during the go home. Like, like, not even just during the go home, but, like, the last three Top to bottom. Going into Hell in a Cell, and they were getting top out. And don't get me wrong, I'm a taker man to the death. I went to New Orleans to see the man. You yeah. know what I mean? But like at the same time, so I'm not mad at a taker appearance, but it's crazy. And I'm not mad at an HBK appearance, but it's crazy that they're taking up so much screen time on a weekly basis. And and it's like just crazy, you know, in my head because there's so many other guys that need some screen time, but you still got like Titus and Apollo doing the same matches over and over again and et cetera, et cetera, you know? But we're, like, talking about, like, these storylines while these other storylines are going on. And it's like, well, this one is way more interesting than, and I hate to say it, Braun versus Roman, but I wanted to see Braun versus Roman in the cell because it is something they haven't ventured on in their, like, what you've called it, Peter Griffin chicken fight-esque uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, rivalry, you know what I'm saying? But then on top of that, we got... Knock, knock, who's there? Can you tell me Quincy Jones? Crown Drum Jewel. Crown Jewel. And, and it's like the, the the Super Showdown. For First of all, they were talking Super Showdown before even SummerSlam was finished. They were talking about it before Hell in a Cell came yeah. and gone. And, I mean, they're still talking about it. And then before that's even showed up, they're talking about Crown Jewel. Yeah. And it's like, man, there's just – I mean, and again, I'm not against WWE taking these leaps and bounds and want to do something different and present us with as much, you know, content as they can. But sometimes it's like – at this point, I feel like they're oversaturating themselves. You know, yes, it's hard yeah, to man. it's hard to keep up with everything. So it's like, especially like it I makes said, it with, less with special, the dude. yeah, I mean, with like the last thing I remember Finn doing was doing this whole thing with Baron, and then now I got to sit up here and watch him on Raw. I'm like, wait, why is he with Bailey? Because if I don't personally watch or invest my time in mixed match challenge, I don't know what the hell is going on. Word. You know what I mean? So and, and that's just and, one. And I didn't you know, even really obscure, do that last year. I mean, I followed it a little bit better or because it was actually season, it, last season was actually it, it actually worked a little bit better than like like their other social media about you know uh, like like clout and all that stuff. I, I felt like it actually did pretty well for like the Facebook Live aspect of it. Um, it was pretty good. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm surprised they did. Uh, they're doing a second season, so to speak, as you're talking about. So so quick, especially right now when they don't really necessarily need it. I just think it's used to keep a few people busy, but it's like, why are you putting Bobby Lashley, who was like in the title discussion a few months ago, in a mixed match thing? You know what I mean? And you're kind of getting the Leo Rush stuff right now, but it's like, I don't know, man. Like It, it is ill time is basically the point we're trying to make. It, it, but yeah, it's crazy to it's think, a lot. you know, it's then a lot. you notice it's Super Showdown and it keeps getting bigger. Now it's the... You know, every week it's oh, it's personal. Oh no, I got uh, no. I, I I'm here to respect you. Facts. Oh, is it respect or is it fear? Oh, Triple H is back. I lost respect for you. You know what I mean? And then he comes back. I don't care about respect. You used to be a warrior. Now you're a suit. And now since you got, you're gonna bring HBK. I'm bringing my brother. Like, and it's and then it's becoming all this stuff. It's you know, brothers of destruction versus DX in some form or fashion, whoever's in each, uh, you know, it's all about that. You know what I mean? It's like no, yeah, crazy I, I, that there's so much segments of that. And I'm, I'm not to, yeah. you know, not to, no, no, no. Off, but it's like, and then, but at the same time, have you noticed that the talk of evolution has, which died, ha- yeah, has died down? Died yeah. Down, yeah. And we, we have heard reports that ticket sales were a bit difficult and there was much available in I, what I heard was, uh, if not uh, most of all the sections that were available at the venue of the, you know where this is going to take place. So, 
Um, it, yeah, it is crazy that that was just such a big button uh, or hot button thing before SummerSlam and before Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And then now it's like, oh, yeah. It's kind of overshadowed. And, and yeah. I said it again, and I hate the harp on the, on the you know, uh, last episode, but, uh, you know, I was talking with Mark, and I felt like. What did Young McFly it, it, it's, say? It's crazy to, you know, again, what you're saying, the talk of evolution and that that focus on the women's division has kind of shrunk. Yeah, man. Um, I feel like outside of the Ronda Rousey stuff and anything that's pertaining to, uh, I mean, the Trish Stratus stuff or, you know, here and there, maybe yeah. a little bit of, like, the pointless, like, tag team matches with Bailey and Sasha before Sasha got injured, apparently. Yeah. Um, you know, it just, the right squad every weekend. Or, so it's like, and, and, you know so, no, again, and, and again, the Bellas. The Bellas are, so if it's not Ronda Rousey or the Bellas, then it's like we're not really seeing a whole big representation for the women's division. And it's like, again, with there being a pay-per-view, I don't understand why they're, they're kind of shying away from it. You know what I mean? So you would think they would try to, yeah, put more uh, foot on the gas. Yeah. I mean, and and more, more focus on a lot of the other girls, especially when it's the first all women's pay-per-view. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because you know, where was Ember a couple of weeks ago and then now she popped up. I was up. just literally thinking that when I saw her on Raw. I was like, man, yeah. where have you been? I, I know she's mixed match challenge. Uh, is it with uh, Lashley? Because mm. I no, know Natalia's she, with KO. Well, the thing was, I don't think it's with Ember. I'm trying to remember is because it, I know that Bobby oh, was, she, she was originally supposed to be with Sasha, but Sasha got injured. So Sasha was uh, replaced by somebody. Mickey. Mickey, that's yeah, what it is. Because I know, yeah, right. I know, uh, Renee was she was she made the reference of oh they should name themselves Mickey Bobby like on some uh, oh okay yeah exactly you know I uh, see you, Renee Talladega Nights kind of no no I know you know? I fucks with but it. I think I think it might be Braun well and, it's a little big uh, it's it's a little big no again. but she's not she she's not in it uh, she got hurt Alexa got hurt yeah she uh, she hurt her arm uh really? after her last match with Ronda oh wow okay uh, so I believe Ember may have replaced her really I think so I mean would that explain the kind of the quick tap out maybe but I know everyone's been tapping out like super man she even hit the floor before yeah. she tapped it so I mean but I mean that's neither here or there but yeah I mean again I just I just think there's a lot going on, especially when it's kind of weird that they're doing a lot more talking about this crown jewel thing. Yeah. When obviously, I, I mean, no one's going to speculate, but one of the you know obvious reasons Rumor. maybe they yeah. wanted to create this women's opportunity is because of the fact that they didn't allow the women to perform at the last time they had yeah. this event there. You know, which so, I think is is I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to disrespect yeah, anybody's yeah, any countries. I, I think that you know, that could partially be the reason it could be some sort of consolation of like hey you know what like, I hate you guys like don't that, need but, yeah. this you guys could have this your whole platform which i think yeah. it's still cool because i mean it's still groundbreaking it's just not as groundbreaking as going to someone else's country and changing you know whatever their culture says you know because that's that's you know that, that's a whole nother topic and a whole you know what i mean like, you know what maybe maybe not that's this not year. our ground to break but, you know but, maybe yeah. but maybe in the future you yeah know? exactly you know what i mean so this is really dope you know not the first time it's been done but no. first time it's been done by wwe yeah. so it shows a humongous amount of trust in its female superstars yeah, confidence which has not for sure been there Every step of the way. Consistently, but, no, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Another thing I wanted, you know, I, I do remember as well was the last time I was watching Raw, not this recent one, but last week, is, um, you know, 
they were talking about uh, TLC in in December. Yeah. You know, and, and tickets going on sale, and it's like, damn, man, like, we aren't even. They got the like, whole the yeah, whole rest of the year planned out. with Hell in the Cell, bro. The whole yeah. rest of the year's planned it's out, bro. September, man. Yeah, of course, of course. So, yep. yeah, it's just a lot, you know, and um, I it's tough because it's, I, you know, there's no way I'm catching all this stuff. But I've wanted to thing. make yeah. more time for, like, the New Japan stuff, get more yeah. caught up with everything. Yeah. And I've even, you know, I, it's going to sound funny, but I've, wanted, I've even been entertaining wanting to get more into uh, Impact again because, you know, I was really I, I've into hearing, TNA I've been hearing it's pretty good, you know? man. I, mean, yeah. I, I catch it on occasion. But uh, as far as with, with the New Japan stuff, I, I mean, it, it's a shame. I, I don't have a lot of more detail to get into it, but I just got news that Tanahashi finally beat Okada. Is that right? Uh, yeah, finally pinned, oh boy, so... Uh, that's already breaking news. But I, I mean, it's stuff like that where it's like, because if like, you know, I, and I don't like to get stuck in the WWE bubble, you know what I mean? It, to be honest, and I, it, it's not even like a brag or anything like that, but coming back from, you know, just in my experience from Chicago and all in, I can't kind of came back looking at the, the product a different way. Um, and, but I mean, but I know they're different. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the thing is like, I already knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, man. Yeah. And again, and, and I'm not brag. I'm not, you know, it, it, that's the other thing too. Like you were saying, like, they're doing these super shows, and then they're having these like matches, almost essentially for like out of nowhere for nothing. Like you got Elias and KO teaming up against John Cena and Bobby Lashley for what? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just a big, big name um, or a big time fight. Yeah, for Cena to come back. I mean, I think it's to just get Cena to start something with Lashley, which is uh, tremendous. I think, especially if. Rush is going to continue to be the hate man or whatever it's going to be. But, the, you know, again, discussion for, for the deadline because it's not even here yet. You know, I got I got to I got to bring that up because Leo's doing very well. Uh, yeah. He was already doing well in 205. I, I mean, if you guys aren't following him on uh, social media, he's very much living up to that character. It's hilarious. Uh, but I'm loving that they're actually having the confidence to let him. I mean, he's come a long way from, you know, that tweet against. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Emma, you know, and I mean, the fact that he's, he's a natural in the mic, he has that charisma. And yeah. it's funny because easy to hate too. for for someone that's of his stature. You look, he has a bigger silhouette behind him, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? He yeah. kind of carries himself bigger than he is. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I think is very important. I mean, of course, he's, he's some, you know, doing the whole duck, dodge, dive and duck, you know, as uh, <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens was saying. But I mean. I love. I mean, I'm, I'm digging it. Um, I honestly wanted to see him uh, tear it up with Ricochet before he moved up, but I am not hating on our boy uh, moving up. I mean, if you haven't already, definitely check the archives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to our interview mm-hmm. with Leo Rush uh, right now from the Quincy Jones Show. But uh, I mean, I'm trying to think, man. Th- and, and again, I mean, and not to harp on uh, back on on you know the too much programming, but there was one thing in particular I remember from the opening of Raw. With the intro that Strowman hit, he said at Super Showdown he was going to take the belt from Roman. But I'm like, no. Yeah, he probably just messed it's not, up. Yeah, well, if, if he did because if you notice, Dolph covered for him when he had the mic and said, at Crown Jewel, he's going to take the title from you. Got to. So it was like, man, see, kind y'all, y'all got too point. much. Yeah. Y'all even got too much stuff. It's kind of hard for y'all, man. You know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, dude, uh, go, moving on. To, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going on with this SmackDown picture, bro, because – uh, I mean, I, I believe that what is it? I think it's at Super Showdown we're getting the re, uh, the rematch with AJ and Samoa Joe, correct? Yeah, um, I don't know. It sounds like it's going to be a no DQ, no count out. 
Yeah, that sort of is that is that is what I think uh, Joe was talking about. Yeah, I just don't know what that means. I mean, we've had that before. And you think the club gets involved? Well, I don't know because you know I've also seen what looks like a, um, you know, that it looks like they might be fighting at Crown Jewel as well. So in really, and, yeah. So that's why I don't know what to expect. Titles change hands all the time. I mean, yeah. Joe knows that. You know, he was Car- cards change all the time yeah. as well. Yeah, and AJ um, knows that as well. Now I think about it with the U.S. title. I mean, you know, I, so. I was even thinking about when it was Gender and Brock, and then all of a sudden it was AJ and Brock. Yeah, that was the same. So, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy because it's, like, weird because I don't really look at these, like, the like, Crown Jewel and Super Showdown as, like, actual, like, pay-per-views. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, no. I mean, do you think – They're events, special well, events. Well, that's my thing. It's, like, so out the calendar. Are, are, like, titles are actually getting changed – you know, changing hands on this stuff. Uh, I think at some point they got to have something because then no one will watch it. Why well, would anybody watch it except for, oh, these are the dream. Ma-. You know, it turns well, into to like the, the TNA one night only pay-per-views. These are like, yeah, oh, oh, dream no, matches like in a sense. But it's like, yeah, I think that he has more brand names that they can do it with. But it's like, I'll put it this way. I think it's awesome what they've done with the Shawn Michaels uh, involvement in in the Super Show because I, mean, I ain't gonna it, be biased. Because, but, yeah. Yeah, no, but I say this because now it's freed up that much. You know, he's always talked about that hardened promise of keeping it old school and, and keeping you know the respect to his opponent and his the, the person he worked with in that match where he promised. You know, he, that was the term he would retire, but. Or Undertaker going, man, I don't need that respect. <laughs> I think it's fear. It opens that door. So I think it's really cool that that happened. But besides that, I don't know if I want to see Shawn Michaels overused in super shows heading down in the future. You know, I don't yeah. hope it's not like going to be a, hey, this is where the Hall of Famers come to have, you know, uh, one-off matches in India or in, in Australia outside of the country, which I get it because those are Matt, not Matt, but marquee dream matches that maybe countries would not have had the the means to see oh, back dude, in the day like, because I, the network wasn't around, etc. cetera. Oh, you know? Dude, I take it like it's like those guys, like he's the immediate example I, I think to bring up is like, I know when Michael Jackson was doing his tour, like he had no like tour dates in America at all. It was all outside the U.S. And it was like very, very exclusive. So it definitely reminds me of like, the fact that they're, like you said, marquing this whole last time ever Triple H Undertaker, and then you're getting guys like potential uh, action from Shawn Michaels, who's supposed to be retired, which, come on, man, we, we kind of deserve that more than that. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But, uh, yeah, one of the matches I'm actually looking forward to watching on the show, actually, is uh, and it's purely because of the, the implications behind it, is uh, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz uh, at a chance for the WWE Championship. Um, I'm not too sure when that would take place, if that's that maybe Crown Jewel down the line against the winner of whoever's winning between AJ and uh, Samoa Joe and the no disqualification. But I I, I I, mean, I talked about it with Mark. I believe Miz should be benchmarked for at least one more WWE World Championship match. I think he has everything to hold it down. At the same time, I think Daniel Bryan versus Either AJ Styles or Samoa Joe will be great for the title. You know what I mean? Um, I just wonder if what it does to have Miz go over 
Daniel Bryan again. You know, I guess technically he didn't go over Daniel in that mixed tag because Maurice got the win, but he still lost. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just wondering, like, what at what point are we going to figure out, like, this is why we brought Daniel Bryan back. Like, I, st- I mean, yeah, we're getting the feud with Miz, but, like, when's the comeuppance? Like, what's going to be the blow-off? Is well, it going to be – is it going to ride to Rumble? Or are they going to screw each other I, out? I really hope Rumble not. Or, because, you know? I mean, me and Mark, we, we, we brought that up because, as he said, he says, I enjoy Daniel Bryan. I enjoy Miz and Maurice. I do not enjoy Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. No. And, and we were just saying he just signed this new deal – and this is what the first thing he's doing at the gate, you know, just to kind of tease about it. But I mean, I mean, what, what Mark said was he would rather see Daniel Bryan versus Miz fighting over the title at a mania yeah. type of situation. And, and as far mm-hmm. I mean, do they do they, are they are they trying to rebuild this underdog thing by stacking these losses against him just so we can? Yeah, you can't say you know get you to can't a, lie and say we're not all thinking it. But it's yeah, like, do we need I mean, to do it? And it's like no, Miz hasn't I don't exactly think so. been. I don't want to say dominating because he has an IC division, right? But it's like, to me, it's also like, I don't know if he's, he's not the authority, you know what I mean? And even when he had a stable, those guys weren't the authority. What do you mean when you say that? Like in the sense of Daniel Bryan having to go through the authority all year, getting screwed in SummerSlam. Oh, okay. Coming, I see. And, and having that long burn to get to Mania having to beat Triple H and then to beat, you know, he beat three forts of fucking evolution in one night. You know what I'm saying? Like to become the undisputed champion of the world. Um, Facts. Yeah. And, but it started from SummerSlam. Well, I won't say started, but yeah, it did because, you know, that's when Triple H screwed him and uh, Randy cashed in and joined the authority. So uh, that's what I mean. It's like, I don't know if Miz's personality and their long feud has enough miles on it from now and given what's already been put in. Because I feel like from the fact that Daniel Bryan, the distance of Daniel Bryan not being able to do anything physically till now has already been a long time. And we didn't yeah. even think he'd be able to come back in general. So I feel like they got to strike while the iron's hot. So I don't know if they really, I mean, I'm not saying it won't sell. It's like, I don't know how they keep them on ice when SmackDown clearly needs more stars to mix it up over there. And, you're not gonna. Um, I don't know who beefs with Daniel Bryan next, unless it's gonna be Joe, which I would love. I, but I, he can't get there without getting through Miz first. You know. I, I personally would love to see um, him and uh, Shinsuke for the U.S. title. Oh yeah, let's do it. Um, I wouldn't also mind him and maybe. I don't know. We've seen him and Randy for a long time. I mean, I mean that, that right. I mean, we could expect to see, especially after we, what we've seen between uh, Randy and Jeff. Uh, at this past Hell in a Cell, I mean, I think, you know, Randy's the perfect antagonist for an underdog, uh, Daniel Bryan, as he always has been. But I still don't think that there's uh, finished business between him and Jeff. Um, I can, I mean, I don't know how possible it is, but then again, you got, you know, Drake Maverick kind of playing heel manager of a tag team on Raw and at the same time trying to call it down the middle as a, you know, uh, uh, a professional general manager of, of 205 Live. Mm-hmm. And the same as you got Leo Rush competing on 205 Live as a performer and then also manage, managing Bobby yeah. Lashley. So the reason I bring those up is somehow if there's some way we can see finally Daniel Bryan versus Kenta, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Hideo Itami, in some, shape, some way, shape, or form. 
because of the crossover. I mean, but th- that's just somebody that he's been very vocal about wanting to wrestle if ever being able to cl- be cleared and come back. I think it would be great for Hideo. I just, I mean, the last thing I hate, I, all he's been doing is he's, they've been hanging his hat on the same old shit of, do you respect me? And I'm like, they're still doing this shit. Like, mm. that's what he. That's what he was getting boot, booted out of NXT doing. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, why is he yeah, still? I don't get it, man. Because like, and to that note of what you're saying too, uh, what I like if you don't, you know, for those that are listening, uh, if you guys want to uh, follow a personality of WWE that's like really entertaining, uh, Drake Maverick is like really entertaining. Like the stuff he posts is great. Um, he posted a photo of him and uh, Leo Rush backstage in their suits of 205 Live, and the caption said, Double Duty. <laughs> you know, and it was just kind yeah. of dope because they both do yeah. that, you know. So, and, uh, but yeah, and I saw another clip weird, where, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's a boy from Chi Town? Uh, Ali? Oh, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa, yeah. right. I remember Mustafa came in uh, into his office and he goes, "Oh man, I was I thought uh, you were gonna be still rocking the AOP gear." And he was like, "What I do with my Monday nights is none of your concern." Mm. And I was like, oh. "But it wasn't started, but it was like kind of funny, like like in the sense of like what I do with my life is none of like don't be worried what I be doing, you know what I mean?" But it was good, I, like well yeah. done, you know. So I and mean, I don't I don't follow two hundred five live. I don't think I've watched one 205 Live since Honestly, the division that, at its that's, tournament. That's you know? sad because, I and mean. It's, I know it's not. It's just I don't have the time. No, bro. no, I totally get it. But it's like they're like, I mean, even just last week, like Cedric, uh, Cedric Alexander had a hell of a match. I, 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 you showed me that Buddy Murphy Ali match, though. That one was great. Yeah. Uh, there was a match. I can't remember who Cedric went against. Apologies, but Cedric attempted a suplex from the inside to the outside of the ring. They flipped over the ropes. He still landed on his feet and hit the guy with a suplex on the outside. Damn. Crazy ass shit. Yeah. And that's the shame about it is these guys have really great matches, like the one I showed you with Mustafa and Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. And, like, you wouldn't even know it because they don't show it on TV. You know what I mean? See, I can see those guys having an, uh, uh, you know, an event, a special event. I think that would be great for them. Because you got to be invitational for sure. Because then, because, yeah. you know, we've all heard the uh, the ramblings and rumors of, uh, you know, WWE wanting uh, the Lucha Brothers, you know, Phoenix yeah. and uh, yeah, Penta, which would be great. I think that would be a great opportunity for them to pop up at. But uh, I'm still holding out for war games. Man, honestly, there, there's been uh, a couple of rumored uh, teams. Um, for I'm not war even games. trying to listen to it. I, I mean, see what's well, going like, on, I mean, yeah, pass, yeah, yeah. You know? I, I mean, what it, it only makes sense, you know. I, I put it like this: it's one of those things where I wish there were more stables. You know what I mean? Where things, I mean, because yeah. even even the Mark's credit, he was talking about like I think the detriment now of, of the Shield. You know, it was cool when they were on the come up, is but now it doesn't make sense. It's like it seems like they keep putting together these three man teams to try to. Take yeah, down the shield. creating teams. Yeah. Well, 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 he's saying more in the sense of because now there are three established guys that are top guys as a team. So it's like if anyone should be trying to take them on and dethrone them, realistically, it should only be like stables. Yeah. That are like actual, like cohesive, like guys that will, mm-hmm. you know, that could actually measure up to them instead of just three randos that just happen to yeah. be on the same Honestly, team. Honestly, it should be the, the Bullet Club. I don't do. I mean, I don't know. You know how I feel. Anytime I bring them up, Mark always kind of uh, denounces the tag team version of the Bullet Club. I mean, as far as what they do in WWE, 
I get it. The well, stock. I'm talking about like all four of them together. Oh, okay. I know. see. Because I was going to I mean, because anytime I try to do like the shield versus the club, you know, he always says, nah. As far as like Gallows and Anderson, they haven't like put it in like they're not the same level because, you know, they've only won the Raw Tag Team Championships once. But then again, shame. yeah. But then again, yeah, you got, you got, you know, Rollins and, and Seth, who's, you know, decorated individually too. You know what I mean? So I get it. Because honestly, if man, we're really thinking, you know, putting accolades into effect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, I could see uh, the club and uh, the bar having a, a great program together. But, see, but I also feel like, um, I don't know, man. I just feel like, I mean, like I said, where, where the hell is sanity right now? I feel like they're saving them for something. I'm sure they're doing all the live events, getting everyone all ready for them, you know what I'm saying? But you think I, they're going to join, like, Bray Wyatt or something? Because I know Bray has been quiet, obviously, too. Yeah, I keep hearing the big rumor is that he's going to be, you know, hopefully recruiting his family uh, one more time. Well, let's see. I mean, I, I'm not going to hold my breath because, I obviously, I want Bray to succeed. But uh, it's just tough, man. There's just so, been so many start-stop things. Some of it's, like, not in his control or power, which, you know, I get. But um, it's, you know, it's it's plain to see, bro. Like, he's talented as, as hell, man. So, but, uh, you know, speaking of stables, you know, you're talking about, you know, uh, with the club being on the right level and all that. I kind of feel like this is a good segue to uh, kind of talk about that that idea we were, you know, talking about. Oh, in terms yeah, of, man. Uh, oh, not just any level, the perfect 10 level. Oh, okay. See, I mean, and, and I know we've been trying to throw throw some uh, throw some uh, ideas on the board, but I mean, everyone that that's anyone that's been following the show, or at least following uh, the social media, knows I'm a quite the crusader for Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger. You are. Um, I am. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I one of the things that I was thinking of just the other day, I mean, me and Doc were on the phone call here. And I don't know what's going on, this whole thing between him and Truth. And, uh, you know, now, now Truth and Carmella are doing the Mixed Match Challenge thing. Uh, she even dyed her hair a little bit. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Uh, brown now. Which is kind of funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, it so is so uh, if you guys can, just take a seat. Chill out. And yeah. uh, give this some time to, to you know, marinate a little bit. Um, we got some plans. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I don't know how to really just say it besides just to say it. So it's like I figure, you know. Ty's always missed a perfect 10. 10 everything. It got to be the top notch. You know what I mean? Uh, you got Carmella, who is, I mean, she's loud, but confident, cocky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, time, loud mouth. But, yeah, yeah. But, backs but, it up. But, I don't want to say straight up, but kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I mean, with, like, with, tells with, like it is with her filter. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know? She has, yeah, her, her mellow filter on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you got uh, R-Truth, who's just, you know, grizzled vet, kind of just... It's been around. I've been around the block a little bit. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm just looking at him, and, I, you know, I was talking to Doc. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if they, like, started some sort of, like, three-man crew between Ty, Carmella, and R-Truth? But it was kind of like... Because well, yeah, we talk- the way we're talking yeah. is, what can we do about Ty Dillinger? Yeah. And, and, and this may be a new segment. This yeah, may this may yeah. be a new gimmick thing. I don't know. Yeah. We, we, what can we, we do about such and such? Yeah, but, yeah, but, man. You know how it started was. You know, uh, Ty Dillinger has had a lot of setbacks getting into the WWE or NXT. He's made it to the main roster. 
Um, we're big advocates here because we see what he, he could do. The boy could work. He got himself over, you know, just like, like a million bucks. Um, but we don't agree with the notion that the Perfect 10 gimmick is just a small arena or NXT-specific uh, 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 success. I think it could be an arena stadium-type deal, especially with the 10 thing. But I think yeah. the, the, the mistake is that, same thing with Bobby Roode, is that they made him a face. So we're thinking about, you know, I've been, we've been saying for months now that they need to turn him heel, especially with the whole perfect 10 thing. You really do the whole Mr. Perfect thing, you know? But so we, yeah, we were talking about what he can do differently. And I think we're, I was talking about what I would do in terms of changes to appearance and how he would be. And I was even talking about, you know, uh, whether he reaches out to Cody or not, but I think, uh, you know, whether oh, he yeah, starts you, yeah, handing you, out paper bags again, that, you know, yeah. or, or not again, but paper bags like Cody was because, you know, he's he's going against the ugly people or maybe he starts handing out numbers that are less than 10 or like negative five to, you know, that's what yeah, he rates I mean, people. Um, and I'm just thinking, you know, douchey sunglasses, big, you know, maybe like Christian-esque, you know, ENC. You did see the, you yeah, know, yeah, you said like Christian Maybe yeah. not, you know, type of deal, but definitely. Oh, remember, um, uh, yeah, I, I said maybe a, a bandana tied around yeah, his neck. Yeah, the bandana is a good but touch. spun around, yeah. And I think we were saying something about his hair as well. I can't, yeah. Well, I know I, he changed it recently. I kind of like what he's doing now. Yeah, I'm not um, mad at it. But I, maybe, I, maybe oh, well, I remember we, we were saying maybe, maybe. Back to the man button a little bit too. Yeah, but, that's right. That's right. Um, I, I it so, was yeah. So we were talking. So, about yeah, that. We, we were talking that and and how you know it can turn into some sort of like judge. Yeah, because I'm thinking he would turn on on you know because we were saying was he doing with truth and the yeah. truth was coming. Yeah, and then you chimed in. Yeah, like you know, uh, well, truth I mean, kind of got this kind well, of relief well, thing well, going. See, and well, so the thing is, you had said you in a comparison to to kind of build up a description of what you were telling telling to me in your mind. You're like you know someone that's kind of snobby but cocky kind of like you know maybe some simon cowell but maybe not just yeah, all knowing you can't I, I, tell him anything yeah and, yeah and when you said that i was like man that's funny because you know carmella could definitely be paula abdul mm-hmm. and then you got our truth on some it's gonna be a no for me dog I, yeah easily you know what i mean and i'm like and i remember i said like that's randy jackson yeah and i'm like what if these guys you know our truth carmella ty dillinger was a heel sable yeah, and I mean, you know, kind of mid cardish stable, but I mean, each of them have strength. I mean, our truth obviously going to be uh, the anchor with the comedy stick, but still kind of be serious and heelish. Yeah, man, uh, we were talking about what he would wear too. Oh right? yeah, we were talking about like those, yeah. uh, like the Rock million dollars shirts, uh, open open, yeah, shirt, open shirts, glasses yeah, on, yeah, glasses yeah, on like, inside the, uh, all the, times. Uh, I mean, I even think jewelry. Yeah, we, we, yeah. I know. I just remember, it, and, but it's like we, I remember we started building towards maybe it could be some sort of segmented show or segment, or maybe yeah. even something on the network. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think like, it definitely could have legs, something like that. Yeah, because we didn't want to go all the way towards like American Idol type of thing, but maybe some sort of funny. I mean, I know you, yeah, you were leaning towards like kind of how they featured uh, fashion police in these segments, kind of weekly. Exactly. And it was kind of or something even different. like I hate to throw back to it, but like when Adam Rose was doing the uh, was it the Rosebuds, yeah, or something like that. It was something else, but his was like more gossip. But they could yeah, do true, something true. like that uh, because I think they had some gold there. But I think Adam Rose, I don't know if he was delivering it the best way, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I remember we were talking about that, like, or even I, I thought something that was dope was they could even come out in random matches of people 
who maybe they show interest in or who they've had an interaction with in the in the back. Oh, yeah. You know? um, yeah and yeah. they can judge their match, you know, and then jump them after or whatever. Because oh, I, I remember that's one thing we said is, you know, what we were touching on maybe that early Alex Shelley stuff where, you know, in, in uh, Impact. Yeah. Where, uh, like, the early days in, or, or TNA, I should say, total non-stop action with the camera. But then I'm thinking, what if them three came out with they brought their own seats? Yeah, popcorn. They're sitting up there throwing pop. I mean, I mean, kind of like a little bit what DX and Sean, with Sean and Triple H were doing in some stuff. Popcorn gallery. Uh, Mm. Oh man, that would. Yeah, that's the only thing we were trying to think of a name for the segment. I don't know. Yeah, we couldn't. I mean, I know we were like like, the perfect, the perfect. Remember we said like the perfect pitch. The perfect, yeah, that was, like some sort of like audition or something like that, where they're like, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Our truth would be gold every time, and I, I think that just has great potential, especially for an implosion, because you know, you know, eventually most stables implode. Um, you know, especially one like that where they're just gonna be so judgy against everyone else. They're gonna eventually judge each other, and uh, I I just think everyone could could you know really use it because. You know, Carmella got kind of snubbed out um, after her title reign, and a lot of people didn't really like her title reign. Uh, but you need heels, you know what I'm saying? I mean, heels don't yeah. win. It's sometimes in this day and age, as much as we want serious heels, like you know, we, even, we need we need the ones we, that you, that you hate too. Yeah, yeah, hundred you know? percent. Because that's, that's I what's do want build the ones up. I hate because they're so damn good. Don't well, get me well, wrong. That and they're gonna help build the the great faces to go against mm-hmm. them. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Um, one of the things that I could already see is if that you know. Somebody's thrown down a pitch or an audition or whatever, you know, whatever format they decide to go with these three. And I could see, you know, Carmella's like, oh, is that the best you have? Because um, I beat Charlotte twice in a row. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, tugging on that still. I could see. And I remember we were talking about this earlier. If maybe, say, for whatever reason, Carmella said, you know what? I, I don't know what it is, but I like you. And then, of yeah. course, you got, you know, R-Truth hitting him with the classic Randy Jackson. It's yeah. a no for me. And, and you then, see Carmella where, like, where, with like where, a little dog or something, too. Yeah, Where we're like, could be the quote unquote tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah, know? that's right. The tiebreaker, and and, and but the build and, on that dog thing, like I was telling you, Ty Dillinger has a small yeah, dog. That's right. That's right. And I see, and that's another thing too is you were also um, not to go too left on this, but had brought up should Peyton Royce play play? I did uh, yeah. because she would be someone with an accent that could fill the void of of, of uh, you know Simon. True. You know, that, that type deal. And she's already killing it as an iconic. Like, she comes in and gets instant heat. So she could still do – she could produce the same thing I think Carmella could differently. True. You know what I mean? And Very obviously, there, it leans on the fact that Royce and, you know, uh, Ty are going out. I yeah. believe still. I, I believe so, there's still, yeah. I mean, know, what, what, so what, that could also work as well. But I, I yeah. think with, uh, with the tiebreaker thing – what I love about that concept too is it could come down to like, well, what's the score you're getting him, and then like he could just really just draw it out, or he's looking through his, you know, his his cards, what what number he's gonna give, and just everyone will just want to scream ten because they're just waiting for him to give someone a ten, but he never gives a ten because he's a heel, you I, know, I, and I it still even, gets it over, man. I, I can so when he see, finally pops, it's like, oh, see, yeah. but I can see where if he can, like, he starts putting over the things that he actually liked. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I mean, perfect delivery. I kind of like that moxie you got. You know, and I, I was really going the other way with it. But, you know, I I, I decided to give it to you, kid. You're a five. Yeah. And, but, it, like, like it's a great thing. Like, it's yeah. totally the opposite of where because he was going. coming on. from him. Yeah, yeah. He was totally going down the other way of the spectrum. But he said something caught his eye. Yeah. We're like, you know what? 
you're almost a five, kid. Like, you know, yeah, some, some, like, like some way to spin a perfect five coming from a perfect 10 or not perfect, but a five score, you know, score, Hey score kid, you're halfway there. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah, like some, dog, some like man. that. I mean, and I remember not to get too, too far away. Cause no, we're about to wrap this up. But I remember even thinking at one point you even mentioned it, you know, at some point, maybe the stable, the stable always implodes or maybe there's a change in the lineup. If say our truth starts not pulling his weight, or maybe his clumsy ways catch up to him like he always been doing, uh, maybe it leaves room. And this is just for total, you know, uh, dream booking. I mean, I won't say dream, but just you know, armchair booking here. But if Big Cass ever were to get the green light to come back, and you know, and he's still rolling with a uh, Carmella, maybe this is way to become muscle again in a different capacity where he can, you know, still be, get that rub from Carmella. But be totally forgotten about as far as his association with Enzo. You know what I mean? But yeah, again, that that's is, further, further. I, 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 I you just know. don't see it though because they're not no. dating anymore. So I that's and, true. And I don't. It doesn't seem like Carmella. I mean, once she stopped dating, wasn't really interested in like inter- having to interact. From what I've read, you know, not that it was bad, but like because I've heard her talk about Cass since his release, and she didn't have any ill things yeah, to yeah. say. But um, I don't think she was like trying to run into storylines with them either you know what i'm saying so but uh i don't know man i mean yeah and you know what else i can see too like truth i, I you know could really start like truth tv like but it could be oh, gtv you know but because it's him it would always be goofy you know that's true It'd be great so man gold could even start that but that's mm-hmm. that maybe that's a gimmick to talk about for another day as another we wrap day. this up yeah. man but yeah. see who else we're gonna put over uh, we'll figure out. Maybe if you guys want to, remember, you know what? Maybe we'll open it up. Maybe if you guys think that uh, if you like what we had putting down today, and like the segment of us, you know, like maybe maybe it's like what the gimmick or something. I don't know. We, we it's, yeah. it's a working name. Yeah, we'll coin it. Interns, get get the work on yeah. it now. But no, seriously, right? yeah. If there's like uh, a someone who's got a case that you think needs to be looked at, who, what can we, you know, what do you guys think? Yeah. Well, what can you come up with that would maybe get this guy over if, as a star, heel, face, whatever? You if know? we can give yeah, him the justice him that you that you are are desperately seeking, yeah, looking for, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would. I, I, this is the thing. I I mean, everyone fantasizes about things, but I think it's great to get creative about stuff like this. I remember we were just talking, just. I'm like, why aren't we getting paid for this? <laughs> yeah, but you <laughs> but, know what? It's, it's you know, and not to toot our own horn, but a lot of times, good, and you just said off air, like you know, when we talked about this, you wouldn't have hit a date of that phone call because a lot of times we talk about things and maybe we put them to the universe, or maybe we put them out for whatever receptors uh, or microphones uh, or bugs or put. All them, I'm saying and, is, yeah, because yes, yeah, it's, it's I'd say five years now since I lived in Pomona, the uh, God Squad over here before we even started the Pod Squad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Literally, uh, ideas left and right be getting yanked. Well, all know? I'm saying is AOP teamed up with Baron Corbin and Raw. Yep. I'm going to leave it at that. Yep. I mean, I yep. had some stuff to say about that recently, but that's another podcast for another day. Doc, thank you for your time, Mr. Okay. Hybrid. Yeah, of course, man. You know, you can find me at, at I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter or at Doc Lesnar on Facebook and, of course, Instagram. And, uh, yeah, man, got some new music in the pipeline. Uh, got a posse cut coming up with you. That's going to yeah. be dope. That's for direct link. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, just, uh, yeah, thanks for allowing me to get back on this, uh, even though it's a mini soap. No, man, uh, I mean, we got the new uh, equipment popping. I'm, uh, I, you know, I just recorded with Mark, so I'm real excited to get things going again. Uh, sorry for the hiatus, but we are back, bitches, pod squad, god squad, and we out.
Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show, man. And I got to admit, I got to admit it, man. I'm really excited to announce this one. But first of all, don't ever say that this podcast was never there for you. Because trust me, after you hear this news, you're going to be thanking us for a long, long time long time and i guarantee it so check it man if you guys are in the southern california area mark your calendars because you just hit the jackpot my friends saturday november 17th gemini sports cars has worked really really hard to bring one of the biggest names if not the biggest name synonymous with the pro wrestling industry today i am talking about the demon of death valley Uh uh-huh i'm talking about the dead man himself okay i'm talking about that phenom yes sir The Undertaker himself will be making a very rare, very exclusive appearance on behalf of Gemini Sports Cards going down Saturday, November 17th. All you got to do is get tickets. How you get tickets? I'll tell you how you get tickets because they're going fast. Look, only get tickets at one spot, GeminiSportsCards.com. Say it with me. GeminiSportsCards.com. They got two types of tickets going right now. Get yourself a nice photo op for 150 or double it up, man. Get yourself the combo pack. Get the photo op and the autograph opportunity for even 300 Look, I know it's a bit much, but definitely worth the price of admission. How many people can say they met The Undertaker during Survivor Series weekend? Bruh, bruh. A little bit more than interesting. I'm just saying, look, get your tickets right now because tickets aren't guaranteed. But it is guaranteed because Quincy Jones Show will be there doing interviews. We're going to be covering the event. And let's believe I already got my ticket. Doc's already in line right now, goddammit. So make sure you go to GeminiSportsCards.com. Make sure. Mark your calendar. Saturday, November 17th, the All Goes Down. Frank and Sons Collectibles Show, 19649 San Jose, City of Industry, California. Go.